Hello and welcome to the Renaissance Polymath. I'm your host, Toby Gagnon, and on this episode, I would like to discuss Christmas traditions. Let's go ahead and get things started. First off, I'd like to send wishes of a Merry Christmas from my family to yours. It is a special time of year, and we hope that the Christmas Day finds you happy, healthy, safe, and loved. If you don't celebrate Christmas, we send you warm greetings and hope whatever your holiday celebrations are, that they are joyous. In this episode, we're going to talk about traditions, so I'd like to start with the tradition my family has, starting with Halloween. You might be thinking, this is about Christmas traditions. What the heck is he doing talking about Halloween? Well, on November 1st, we take the time to write out our lists for Santa and get them in the mail. This makes sure that Santa and his elves have enough time to make and prepare the toys. Next, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, and as such, it upsets me when I see people decorating for Christmas in November. So I have requested of my family that we don't start decorating for or listening to Christmas music until December 1st. For years, I insisted on a real tree. But in 2017, the selection was terrible. There weren't as many trees to choose from, and the ones that the places had were very small. I found out that this was due to the staffing shortage caused by the recession that began in 2007. Apparently, trees that are farmed take 10 years to harvest, and the farms didn't have enough people to prepare, plant, and tend to them because they couldn't afford to pay them. It was sad, really. Due to that experience, I caved, and we went out and bought a fake tree that was pre-lit. We figured that if we were going to take the lazy route, we might as well go all out. For what it's worth, and rather begrudgingly, I admit that a fake tree can look and smell real with the right amount of work and preparation. Now, as far as outdoor decorations, well, I don't like ladders. I'm not afraid of heights per se, but I just don't trust ladders. As such, we decide to decorate with lights where we could reach with a step stool or something like that and then get a projector to quote-unquote decorate the rest of the house. Like most families, we spend the days leading up to Christmas, watching holiday shows and movies. Our family's favorites are, in no particular order, Elf, The Santa Claus, Christmas with the Cranks, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Frosty the Snowman, and The Grinch That Stole Christmas, both the original animated one and the movie with Jim Carrey. Of course, it wouldn't be Christmas without Die Hard. Both the original and the second die harder. We also read a different book each night before bed, culminating in The Night Before Christmas on Christmas Eve. Ah yes, Christmas Eve, the night all the magic happens. After dinner, we make cookies for Santa and write him a note wishing him a Merry Christmas and thanking him for coming to our house. We leave these out with a glass of milk and a few baby carrots for the reindeer. Can't forget about the reindeer. While we are sleeping, Santa comes and fills everyone's stocking and leaves the presents under the tree wrapped in his own special wrapping paper, of course. He enjoys the cookies and milk and gives the reindeer the carrots, and then writes a little something back on the note before heading to the next house. Christmas morning starts with the stockings. Those are gathered and opened in bed. This gives the adults a little bit more time to sleep in. Once everyone is up and moving around, coffee is put on, and we designate someone to be the present distributor, and we all sit around taking turns opening the presents that were left under the tree for us. Once presents are done, I cook everyone a breakfast, and the rest of the family cleans up the boxes and the wrapping paper. Once breakfast is finished, we start preparing for Christmas dinner, which consists of ham, carrots with brown sugar, mashed potatoes, and much more. It's a lot of fun every year, following our traditions and even making new ones. 
As we age, we will do things slightly differently than we had in the years past. And that's okay, because evolution is necessary. It's important to remember, however, that evolution does not mean forgetting the reason we have the traditions and what the Christmas holiday is all truly about. For my family, that is loving and giving. Yes, it's always fun to get gifts, and I find that the older I get, the more I look forward to the faces and reactions of those who open the gifts I've made or bought for them. So do your best this year to spend time with the ones that you love, whether in person or virtually, and soak in the moments while they happen. Put your phone down, close the laptop, shut off the tablet, and play a game, especially with a child. Show them the love and the care that you remember from your childhood or that you wish you had in your childhood. Make the year special for them. That about wraps up this quick episode, but I want to, again, wish you a Merry Christmas and a very happy New Year. On the next few episodes, I'll be doing something a little bit different. It will be a five-part episode discussing non-traditional but must-see destinations in all 50 states. On Monday, I will discuss the first 10 states alphabetically. If you have any feedback, feel free to send me an email at podcast at therenpo.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-P-O.com. I would also appreciate it if you left a review wherever you podcast. That helps this show be discoverable to others and helps me understand where things can be improved. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download new episodes so you don't miss any of the future topics. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.